This episode is on homeostasis and the kidney. What is homeostasis? This is the maintenance of the internal environment within tolerable limits. How does the body accomplish homeostasis? The body uses negative feedback whereby the body responds in such a way as to reverse the direction of changes. This tends to keep physical parameters constant, e.g. the temperature at always 37 degrees. What does this negative feedback involve? First involves the input, which is a change away from the set point or norm, e.g. a rise in core body temperature. Then a receptor. This is a sensor that detects, that detects the change from the set point, e.g. temp receptors. Then the control centre or coordinator def- defects signal from receptors and, coord- and coordinates a response via effectors, e.g. the hypothalamus in the brain. Then the effector brings about changes which returns the body to a set point, e.g. glands and skin release sweat. And then output, correct, this is a corrective procedure, e.g. evaporation of sweat cools skin. Moving on to excretion. What is excretion? Excretion is the removal of wastes made by the body, e.g. Um, carbon dioxide and water from respiration and urea from the deamination of excess amino acids. Where are the surplus amino acids deaminated and describe the process? They are deaminated in the liver. The amine group, um, NH2, is removed and converted into ammonia and then into urea. Urea is removed from the body by the kidney. What happens to the remainder, remaining organic acid? It can be used in respiration or converted to lipids or glucose. Now moving on to the kidney. What are the two functions of the kidney? Two functions are excretion. This is the excretion of nitrogenous waste, e.g. urea from the body, and osmoregulation. This is the control of water potential, the water potential of body, body fluids, including blood. How many kidneys are there in the human body? There are two kidneys, each containing around 1 million nephrons. Each nephron is around 30 millimetres long. How do the kidneys work? They are supplied with blood containing oxygen and waste, including urea, from the renal artery, and filtered blood returns to the general circulation by the renal vein. Excess water and solutes, including urea, is called urine and drains into the collecting ducts and pelvis which empties the urine into the ureter. What does each ureter connect to? Each ureter connects to the bladder. A network of capillaries surrounds the convoluted tubules and loop of henyol, allowing substances to be reabsorbed into the blood. What are the capillaries that surround the loop of henyol called? They are referred to as the vasa recta. What are the three processes that occur in the nephron? First one is ultrafiltration in the Bauman's capsule where small molecules, including water and urea, are removed from the blood. 
The second is selective reabsorption in the proximal convoluted tubule, where useful substances such as water, glucose and amino acids are reabsorbed, but urea is not. And the third is osmoregulation in the loop of Henel and collecting ducts, where the water potential of blood is regulated. Now looking further at ultrafiltration, how are the efferent and afferent arterioles different? The afferent arteriole is wider than the efferent arteriole, which creates a higher blood pressure than normal in the glomerulus. What substances are forced out into the Bauman's capsule? Substances that are less than less than 68,000 relative molecular mass, or RMM, are forced out into the Bauman's capsule. This includes glucose, amino acids, salt, water, urea, and th- these will form the glomerular, glomerular filtrate. What RMM are proteins, and are there any exceptions? Most proteins are more than six, 68,000 RMM, so remain in the blood with, cell, with the cells. Exceptions include HCG hormone, which is smaller than 68,000 RMM, where its presence can be used to detect pregnancy. What is the movement of filtrate resisted by? The capillary epithelium, which has pores called the fenestrae. The membrane basement of the Bauman's capsule, which acts like a sieve. The walls of the Bauman's capsule is made up of special specialised squamous epithelial cells called podocytes. Filtrates passes between the branches, which are the pedicels, and the hydrostatic pressure in the capsule and low water potential of the blood in the glomerulus. glomerulus. This is lowered by the loss of water into the Bauman's capsule. This is what the movement of filtrate is resisted by. What do the factors resisting the movement of filtrate determine? They all determine the filtration rate. Explain what the filtration rate is. The rate at which the fluid passes from the blood in the glomerular capillaries into the Bauman's capsule. The kidneys receive around 1,100 centimetres cubed of blood per minute and produce 125 centimetres cubed of glomerular filtrate at the same time. Moving on to selective reabsorption. Where is 85% of filtrate reabsorbed? Reabsorbed in the proximal convoluted tubule. This excludes all glucose, all amino acids and most water and salts. What does urea and excess water form? This forms the urine. How are mineral ions and salts reabsorbed? Reabsorbed by facilitated diffusion and active transport into epithelial cells. How are glucose and amino acids reabsorbed? By using secondary active transport using a co-transport mechanism with sodium ions. Glucose is co-transported with two sodium ions by facilitated diffusion into the cell. Sodium ions and glucose move separately into the capillaries. How is water reabsorbed? By osmosis. How are some filtered proteins and urea reabsorbed? By diffusion.
Define what secondary active transport is. This is the coupling of diffusion, e.g. sodium ions down electrochemical gradient, providing energy for active transport of glucose against its concentration gradient. What is the final result of the filtrate? The result is that the filtrate at the end of the proximal convoluted tubule is isotonic with that of the blood plasma. How is the proximal convoluted tubule adapted for reabsorption? The cells lining the tubule have a large surface area due to the presence of microvilli and basal channels, which are enfoldings of the membrane in contact with the capillary. They, are also they also have a large number of nephrons, cells containing many mitochondria, which provide ATP for active transport of solutes, and close association with capillaries, which creates a short diffusion pathway between cells and the peritubular capillaries. What is the gluco glucose threshold? Oh. And the proximal convoluted tubule also has tight junctions that are found between adjacent cells which prevent seepage of reabsorbed materials back into the filtrate. What is the glucose threshold? It is the max mass maximum mass of glucose that can be reabsorbed in the proximal convoluted tubule. What happens when blood glucose concentration is very high? When blood glucose concentrations are very high, e.g. in type 1 and type 2 diabetes, not all of it can be reabsorbed in the tubule, so some remains in the filtrate and therefore in the urine. Where is water reabsorbed? The majority of water is reabsorbed in the proximal convoluted tubule by osmosis. The remainder is reabsorbed in the loop of henel and distal convoluted tubule and collecting duct. The volume of water reabsorbed in the convoluted tubule and collecting duct varies according to the body's needs. Why is controlling the water potential of the body so important? It's important in animals as it maintains the concentration of enzymes and metabolites and, pre metabolites and prevents cells from bursting or crenating. What is the loop of Henel responsible for? It is responsible for the reabsorption of some water from the descending limb, but its main functions is to create an increase, increasing iron concentration within the interstitial region of the medulla, which allows water to be reabsorbed by the collecting duct. What is influenced by antidiuretic hormone? The volume of water reabsorbed from the distal convoluted tubule and collecting duct, and hence the resulting water potential of blood is influenced by the ADH. What does ADH do? It increases the permeability of the tubule and duct walls to water. Why are longer loops of henel found in mammals that have evolved in dry habitats? This is because more concentrated urine can be produced because more sodium and chloride ions can be actively transported out of the descending limb. Describe, describe the process of osmoregulation. Okay. Sodium and chloride ions are actively, trans, pump, actively pumped out of the ascending limb. 
This creates an increasing iron concentration in the interstitial region. Balls of the descending limb are permeable to water, so water leaves by osmosis into the interstitial region before entering the capillaries, e.g. the vasa recta. Water is progressively lost down the ascending, descending limb. reaching typically a concentration of 1,200 MOSM kg to minus 1 of water at the base. Longer loops can reach much higher concentrations because more um, sodium and chloride ions can be actively transported out of the ascending limb. Then the concentration of the filtrate decreases in the, in the lumen of the nephron in the ascending limb as the sodium and chloride ions are actively pumped out. This creates an increasing iron concentration gradient in the interstitial region towards the base of the loop. Water passes out of the collecting duct by osmosis into the interstitial region before entering the vasa recta. As water passes out of, out, passes out of filtrate in, in the collecting duct, the concentration of the filtrate increases but it's always lower than the interstitial region of the medulla, so water will continue to leave by osmosis. The two liquids flow in opposite directions past each other, resulting in a greater exchange of substances between them than if they had flowed in the same direction. This is called the countercurrent multiplier. What does the countercurrent multiplier ensure? It ensures that the concentration of the filtrate is always lower than that of the interstitial fluid in the medulla. What produces the ADH and what is it secreted by? It is produced by the hypothalamus and secreted by the posterior pituitary gland. What is the role of ADH? It increases the permeability of the cells of the distal convoluted tubule and collecting ducts to water and in increasing water reabsorption. Now looking at the role of ADH in osmoregulation. When does the water potential of the blood vary in animals? When the animal becomes overhydrated due to excess water intake or low salt intake or dehydrated due to low water intake, sweating or high salt intake. What is the water potential of blood controlled by? It is controlled by receptors called osmoreceptors in the hypothalamus, which respond by triggering the release of more or less antidiuretic hormone, ADH, into the, into the blood from the posterior lobe of the pituitary gland. What is osmoregulation controlled by? It is controlled by negative feedback. What does ADH bind to? ADH binds to membrane receptor proteins found on the surface of cells lining the distal convoluted tubule and collecting duct walls. What does the binding of ADH trigger? It triggers ves vesicles containing intrinsic membrane proteins called aquaporins, containing pores that allow water to move to fuse with the cell membrane. What do the aquaporines allow? They allow water to pass through the walls down the, down the water potential gradient. When ADH concentration falls, aquaporines are removed from the cell membrane. Now looking at kidney failure.
What are the main causes of kidney failure? Diabetes, high blood pressure, autoimmune disease, infection and crushing injuries. Kidney failure is treated by balancing body fluids by using what? Be treated using medication to control blood potassium and calcium levels, which can lead to heart disease and kidney, st kidney stones if not controlled, and a low-protein diet to reduce concentration of excess amino acids and hence concentration of urea. What drugs are used to lower blood pressure? Beta blockers, which reduce the effect of adrenaline, calcium channel blockers, which dilate blood vessels, lowering blood pressure, and ACE inhibitors, which reduce the effect of angiotensin. What does angiotensin cause? It causes blood vessels to constrict. What does dialysis involve? It involves using a dialysis fluid that contains glucose at the same concentration as the blood, but has no urea and a low iron concentration. The result is that urea, some ions and water diffuse out of the blood, but glucose remains. What does a kidney transplant involve? It involves one kidney from a donor who is closely matched to ensure tissue compatibility Immunosuppressants are used afterwards to prevent organ rejection. Now looking closely at dialysis. What are the two types of dialysis? There's hemodialysis and peritoneal dialysis. Explain how hemodialysis works. Hemodialysis takes blood, usually from an artery in the arm, and passes it through a dialyser containing thousands of fibres, each consisting of select selectively permeable dialysis tubing and dialysis fluid, to ensure max maximum transfer and a countercurrent to maintain steep concentration gradient, is used where blood and dialysis flu fluid move in opposite directions. Why is heparin given to hemodialysis patients? This is in order to prevent the blood from clotting. How long does hemodialysis take? It takes several hours and has to be repeated seven times each week. Explain how peritoneal dialysis works. It involves passing dialysis fluid into the peritoneum through a catheter. The peritoneum contains numerous capillaries which, which exchange materials with the dialysis fluid which is changed after about 40 minutes and the process is repeated several times a day. What are the pros and cons of peritoneal dialysis? One of the pros is that the patient is able to move around but one of the cons is that it's less effective than hemodialysis so fluid retention is likely. Now we move on to excretion in other animals. Explain excretion in freshwater fish. Freshwater fish excrete ammonia. Ammonia is highly soluble, but it is very toxic, so it cannot be stored. It must be excreted immediately using large, large volumes of water to dilute it. This is freely available to freshwater fish. Explain excretion in mammals. Mammals excrete urea, which is much less toxic than ammonia, and so requires less water to dilute it, and can be stored for short periods of time. It requires energy to convert ammonia into urea, but it is an adaption 
to life on land as it helps prevent dehydration as less water is needed to excrete it. Explain excretion in birds, reptiles and insects. They excrete uric acid. Uric acid is virtually non-toxic and therefore requires very little water to dilute it. The conversion of ammonia into uric acid requires much energy, but it allows these animals to survive in very arid environments. An advantage for birds is that a very small amounts of water are needed. This reduces weight in flight. How is the loop of Henel adapted in different organisms? Explain how it's adapted in freshwater mammals, e.g. beavers. In freshwater organisms, they have very short loops of Henel and produce large volumes of diurete urine as they live where water is plentiful. How is Henel, the loop of Henel adapted in animals that live in arid environments, e.g. the kangaroo rat? They have much longer loops of henna and produce small volumes of highly concentrated urine. They have a higher proportion of these nephrons, which are called juxtamedullary nephrons, with, with the Bauman's capsule being located closer to the medulla and loops of henna, which, pe- which penetrate deep into the medulla. What does a long loop of henna mean? The longer the loop of henna, the more concentrated the urine can be produced. This saves water because a, and a higher concentration there is a higher higher iron concentration in the medulla can be created by the countercurrent multiplier.